Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Have a listen to this clip from a brilliant classic film. See you at the finish line. With the kinds of push right, these guys are Let's capable go. of, we might actually see the Jamaicans win an Olympic medal. So this is it. We could see history in the making. Feel the rhythm. That is the 1990s film Cool Runnings, which tells the true story of four Jamaican bobsledders' dream of competing in the Winter Olympics, despite never having seen snow. And then they head out with a former champion, desperate to redeem himself, and the Jamaicans uh, become worthy of Olympic selection and go all out for glory. Well, the man behind that film and the inspiration for it is a chap called Dudley Tal Stokes, four-time Olympian and the original Jamaican bobsleigh captain and driver for that 1988 Winter Olympics team from the film. He's on the line. Dudley, good morning to you. Uh, good morning to you all. Let's go back in time. Do you remember the moment where you had your crazy idea to have a bobsleigh team? <laughs> Uh, well, I remember the moment it was brought to me. You know, the idea really came to two to Americans living in Jamaica. Mm. Uh, George Fitch and William Maloney. And as you can imagine, they were in a bar. There was some alcohol going around. <laughs> and they, they did see the pushcart derby on a screen. And so the, the seeds were sown then. I, sim- I just got told to go. You know, um, the colonel in charge of sports in the army where I was at the time, Ken Barnes, was, was friendly with George Fitch. And um, George told Ken he needed some athletes and one who he, they could try to teach to drive the bobsleigh. And, and Ken said, I'd uh, have the guy for you. Uh-huh. You would know of Ken Barnes. Uh, his son, John Barnes, um, played football to a pretty high level. Yes, for England, for Liverpool, we know John well, yeah. And yeah. what was your yeah. sporting scenario that would have made the Colonel pick you out as the guy that he should send? Well, I, I played football for the Army. And, and he was in charge of all, all sports. So he, he knew me from that. And I was an officer in the army. Uh, but the, the real kicker was that I was a helicopter pilot. And they, they thought that, you know, the, the hand-eye skills from helicopters would transfer into the bobs. Turned out not to be true, but it, it was a good idea. <laughs> Um, was there any point in it that you were just terrified? Because it's such a crazy, dangerous sport. Yeah, you know, uh, not really i'd been terrified so often before in my life by, by the time i came to bobstay i'd been in a in a couple of near misses couple of helicopter crashes some some other things so i was pretty accustomed or or i had you know become desensitized to that kind of risk but they there were sort of other things that i found very difficult to deal with the the way that pressure builds and changes on a bobsleigh track and and just how difficult the thing is to control and so on so that um that frightened me from time to time and then of course when i, I crashed in um in 1988 the, the first 10 seconds of that crash were were really like your life flashing before your eyes mm. kind of moment that's so, one of the crazy so, things about um, crashing a bobsled as you said the first 10 seconds of the crash were so terrifying because you slid for 2,000 feet in your crash so what was so terrifying about those first 10 seconds well I didn't I didn't I didn't realize it was 2,000 feet I don't know it was about 28 seconds in total um 
so you know you you first going over and and my first thought was oh no not in the olympics because you know you have 500 million to a billion people tune in <laughs> yeah. and then we went over and then i hit my head really hard and i saw stars and i saw and i said man this is serious so but then i could not get under the cold which is the drill that you do as a driver because we were packed into the sled so confusingly you know we, we didn't know what we we're doing so I was kind of trapped with my head outside. So I hit my head again shortly after that. You know, it was that was a really life flashing before your eyes moment. But after the first ten seconds, that I realized that I, I wasn't, I, I was powerless. So I just relaxed, and then I, you know, I started to to think about this, this what we were doing here, and obviously there was something wrong, and how we could get it right. So by the the, the final eighteen seconds, we're in planning out the, the rest of my bobsleigh career, which went pretty much according to plan. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. And now in 1993, of course, Cool Runnings, the film came out. What did you think of that when you actually got to sit down and see it? I didn't like it. Um, I was uh, literally the only person probably on the planet, definitely in Jamaica, who was extremely annoyed at the movie. It's grown on me over the years as I've come to accept that it is not a documentary on Tal Stokes. So mm-hmm. I think once it, once I got that out of the way. Um, but, you know, the, the very things that that I was trying to, to disprove in our approach, which, you know, were probably actually the, the, the way that we started in the sport. And by the time in 1993, I hadn't yet set a new bar but we were pretty close and then this movie came out and I thought kind of took everything back to the, the comedic days uh, so oh, I didn't like it when it first came out it's grown on me my children grew up and discovered it and they loved it and they forced me to watch it again and again <laughs> so you felt it was undermining your serious, serious attempts to, to actually make it in the sport in 93 I certainly thought that mm. for sure but, you know, immediately it raised our profile again, which had sort of died down after the 92 games because we were middle of the pack. We weren't crashing and we weren't winning. So we, we sort of faded away. And Cool Runnings reignited all of that. And um, there was interest again and we were able to raise money and lay down a marker in 94, which stands today the best finish by a, a black driver in Bobsley in Olympic history, 14th in Lillehammer. Um, based by a small nation, um, you know, going almost 30 years now. Yeah. So yeah. Cool Runnings enabled that. It made it possible. Yeah. Uh, incredible. You finished above countries like the USA and France, who obviously would have far bigger financial backing. So it led you on a road, obviously, uh, you know, to become a motivational speaker and travel the world. And you've done so much since then. What what things have really sparked your interest, and where is your passion now? Ah, uh, yeah, in in talking to people and sharing my experiences, which I, I didn't think people necessarily find interesting, but I'm discovering that they they do. I am really focused on on how you you sustain your own personal peak performance, not being the best guy in the room or whatever, but being your best every day which I think will, will lead to your improved performance that might even one day result in high performance. But that's not the aim. It's sustained peak performance. And, you know, the buzzword today is wellness, which is a word I don't necessarily like. But 
understanding that 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 through some simple choices and adjustments in the way we live, we can have much much better uh, health outcomes, physical and mental health, which actually aren't two different things, but much better health outcomes, which will form the basis for getting to our peak performance, which we will be able to to live a, a more a fulfilling and, and beneficial life. So that's really what excites me right now, and, and especially with the, the, the pandemic unveiling, I'm seeing its relevance more and more. And do you think that sport and physical activity has a key role to play in all of that? We, we're evolved to move. Um, movement is is critical to, to to human life. Our our brains developed out of the ability to move. You know, two crucial things in our evolution: the loss of the ability to synthesize vitamin C, which happened a couple um, branches down the primate chain. Chimpanzees don't do it either, and so you have to eat it in. But that freed up resources for the rest of the stuff in our body to 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 evolve and the developments of our glutes or, you know, the bosses in your ass, which got us walking upright. <laughs> Those things were pivotal. And, um, and we need to continue today. We've, we've lost the use of our glutes. We've lost the habit of movement and is ruining all the rest of our bodies, including the brain. And sport is, is a, fun way to get moving. It, it's, it's a way to do it. That doesn't look like a chore. And I think, you know, it, it it has to come front and center in 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 societies now as we go forward. And what kind of things are you encouraging if people are feeling a little bit sluggish and they think, you know what, I like the sound of Dudley's, I like the cut of Dudley's jib. <laughs> um, what kind of things? What's a good starting place for people? A good starting place is just to 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 move every day, work it into your normal schedule, whether it is you're going to work, something you have to do, you have to go shopping, but try and, and, and walk for 30 minutes and do that three times a week as a start. And if you do only that, it will make a huge difference to everything else in your life. And there's a lot to go on beyond that, but that, that everybody should be able to do that. Integrate walking into how you live, and make sure that you get regular walks in. I'm so glad you said minutes. that. I was worried you were going to suggest that the easy start was to get a bobsled, start at the top of a track, travel 80 miles an hour down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you said that, Dudley. <laughs> no, that's not level two. Uh, there are five levels. A bobsled is just level two. Level two, okay. <laughs> Come here, thanks so much yeah. for talking to us today. Have a happy Christmas, and uh, we'll hopefully chat to you again soon. All the best to you guys. All the best to you and your family for Christmas. Uh, I hope to talk again. Thanks, Dudley. See you, man. Thank you. What a legend. Yeah. Dudley Tal Stokes. Four-time Olympian and the original Jamaican bobsleigh captain and driver for the 1988 Winter Olympics team made famous by that classic movie Cool Runnings. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.